Welcome to the Fatty Z Muskie Podcast. I'm Andy, joined by Ranger to my left. We got Vance. He's on the telephone. We got Todd. He's on the telephone. They're both home. No one is at the lake because it's probably 15 footers and 35 degrees and awful. Probably colder than that. It might be. <laughs> They're calling for really bad wind tomorrow, so um, it's going to be interesting. But who knows? That doesn't mean anyone that's listening is going to have bad wind. They could have great, great weather. But all right. Anyways, so this show was brought to you by Fatty Z Muskie Products. FattyZMuskie.com. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. Uh, I have some YouTube. I have some Twitter. But eh, don't expect too much out of that. Um, show season's coming up, and I have some inventory abates. Things are still trickling out, but if you don't know, we make chop-style jerk baits with the Raptor, the 6, the 8, the soft tail 8-inch, and the 10-inch. We have paddle tail swim baits in 6, 8, and 10. We also make about an 8-inch glider, and when I say 8-inch, it's probably more like 8.5, but who's counting? Yeah. Yeah, it works. So... Uh, we also have rod holders, and I'm going to be having a lot of rod holders. So I'm anticipating that the load will be lighter when we come back from Chicago. That's right. We're going to Chicago. Uh, January 5th, 6th, and 7th, I believe. I think that's what we talked about. I should be a little more boned yep. up on this. Uh, we're booth 618, and we're by the boats. So it's going to be very convenient. So if anyone out there is looking for rod holders... Uh, definitely check us out at the Chicago show if you're going to be there. We can then probably walk over to the boats if we don't wear out our welcome to whoever has the boats there. Um, yeah. We should have track. I think we're going to get all that lined up. We're going to be taking it there. So um, this, this show is going to be a really nice show, uh, especially for the states that are out there that have opened up trolling or if you're looking to set up a new boat or retrofit. Uh, we do a lot of customization uh to fit your needs and by customization it's not custom i took a sharpie and added black dots to this shad and called it largemouth bass um <laughs> yeah this is the true days out yeah 60, 60 days, days out. i got the i uh, got a message today 60 days out make sure you reserve your room which we did not so we need to get on that we're going to uh, be sleeping in the truck we, yeah, yeah we got to get a room but uh we will be there Yes. We have a bunch of baits. I'm looking at blanks right now. Got to get them to Andy real quick here so we can get some baits painted up to get out there to the show. And uh, looking forward to it. Yeah. Andy and I were there once, 2013, 14, I can't remember. I think it might but, have uh, been 15. 15? No, it was before that. 14. I'm not. Well, it, it doesn't matter. But fourteen yeah. or fifteen, because yeah. um, it was before the venue kind of changed, changed location and all that. Yes. This is the last year. But um, you know, with that, Todd was talking about blanks. Um, it's probably not going to happen before the show. But Team Rhino as is going to be getting a few new colors from us and a whole bunch more of his regular colors they're not the colors that we stock he has some exclusive colors 
And uh, that's kind of what they hang their hat on over there at TRO. So exclusive colors on, you know, some really good baits. So look forward for that. Uh, to that, they might not be getting theirs till. Might be a miracle, but they might they might get it before Chicago, but more likely before February. Um, Musky Tackle Online also has a great selection, mo- probably numbers wise more than what I have hanging here. Uh, so check out Musky Tackle Online if you are looking for the regular Raptors. And he has standard colors, correct? He does have standard colors, and he yeah. has yeah. he has he should have a lot. I mean, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Things may have changed in the last six weeks or so, but. So with that, um, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. We'll be at the show and Musky Tackle Online and Team Rhino Outdoors if you're looking for some of uh, the baits. You can only get the rod holders through Fatty Z. So uh, I think I'm done with the plug. So you guys can talk, and I'm going to rest my throat. Okay, we're going to go with Muddy Creek Fishing Guides, mcfishingguides.com. Make sure you check out our Facebook page. Over the winter, we're going to throw some stuff up. We have tons of pictures we never put up during the season. I'm going to try to do one like one one a week, but just make sure you like the Muddy Creek uh, Fishing Guides page on Facebook. You know, there's a Todd Young page too, but I'm not. I just sort of share over to that. I have it because I have to. I'm not really a social media type guy, but we are doing some stuff for the business on the Muddy Creek Fishing Guides uh, Facebook page. Give us a call. Uh, I'm going to be getting as soon as usually around here, Thanksgiving. My daughter's going to be home, and I'll be home with her a couple days. I'll get the schedule put together, calendar. already have notes written down everywhere. We're booking trips uh, for next season. Vance and I will be rip rare and ready to go. So uh, we'll be starting the end of May. Right, it'll be the last Saturday in May, most likely Memorial Day weekend. I haven't even looked the calendar yet, but we'll take you right up through October, and uh, we'll do our best to get you on some fish, one way or the other, cast, troll, jig, whatever it takes. Nice. So, Saint rods. <laughs> there's Vance kicking in. Saint Croix rods. Star. Check them out. Mine are all done, wrapped up for the season. Like you wrapped them up, like with like wrapping paper and a bow. No, I just strapped them down under the boat after the last trigger. Now, do you They're ready keep, to go? Do you just? And this this question goes out to both of you. You just kind of like leave the rods in the boat till it's next year time to go fishing, or do you? Is there a special <laughs> spot you put them? <laughs> I took mine. Mine are down in my basement. I take them down there when I'm ready because I need to start cleaning the boat and getting things organized in the boat. The first thing I do is I take all those, and I just took them down there like two days ago. And then during some Steeler playoff game, hopefully, I will, uh, while I'm down in my man cave watching the game, I will take the reels off and do a little Todd maintenance on them. It's not Andy maintenance. It's Todd maintenance. It's Which like consists clean, of a a clean, cleaning them up, getting all the dirt and the, the pieces of weeds, and I oil them up. I take the one plate off that I can. And just pretty much, just do the shotgun with a WD. Just cover I everything. Just soak, and close I it up. Them. I yeah. I just soak it in uh, oil. 
you have you have like a, a pan of motor oil from changing <laughs> yeah. your, your truck and you're just like well and you drop it in with like tweezers yeah. i'll loop I'm, this baby i'm gonna do i'm gonna do the andy maintenance which, okay, uh, which is consisting uh, of you giving it to me? Handing it to Andy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. I'll take and wipe, check all my eyelids, wipe everything, get them all cleaned up. Those old All-Stars, I do have a couple of those old All-Stars that I still use on those down rods. And boy, there's like stuff caked on there. You gotta, it's like a, you got to take like a razor knife and scratch it. But I'm not getting rid of that. I'm going to keep those two. I'm not going to see how long it. I can use those two. I'm not. I'm not doing mine until I I go fishing again. <laughs> I'm, right. I'm 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 like spent. Yeah, you know. You are so tired. Because if I because that... if I would if if I would do it now, I would just be doing it again before I I really got into it again. You know, because you know you're like kind of anal about those things, but you know. If I, if I would like fix the reels now, I I want to I want the reels to be done prior to going into the season rather than do it now because I feel like even if I did it now and they sat there dormant, yeah, yeah. Oh, my, my, mine are going to sit there. They're sitting right beside the gun case, getting ready to get yeah. the guns out. Uh, deer season's coming, so uh, that's where they're sitting. They won't yeah. be touched till after that's <laughs> over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Vance is some late day in end of january early february watching the steeler game hopefully yes yes <laughs> you guys are so tired that it takes six months to recuperate before cleaning the rod <laughs> well you're you're all day for half of the season man it's it it sucks it can't be that bad you want to keep doing it yeah but it's just chilling there Boat's drying out. There's still water in that boat. Yeah, I, st- I have a fan going. I turned it off for the podcast, but yeah, crazy. So soaking wet boat. Yeah, there yeah. isn't nothing better than a boat that's that's just water. You know, just covered in water. It has that, everyone knows, I don't know if there's like a good way of describing it, but like the wet boat smell, it's kind of like the wet dog smell. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, anybody that has like a cuddy cabin, just it's oh, like, yeah. how, how do you how do you get those so they don't stink like that? Or even like a closed mm-hmm. bow. Just put your head down underneath it. You just smell that wet boat smell. I don't you know, know what else food. to describe it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Try to put, you know, like dryer sheets in there and stuff in the compartments to make it. My whole garage smells like that right now. I have water drip, dripping off the roof. <laughs> because I've turned a fan on. I can't see out any of the windows. <laughs> the heat on. It's just this big moisture. Probably get a dehumidifier and that would help. I probably should do that. Yeah, it's the thing will might never dry. Might never dry. It's like the cement in Hoover Dam might not ever cure. Did it? Well, I, that, that's what I've heard is that there's so much cement that there's still some that is not cured on the inside. No kidding. On the inside. <laughs> I mean, because you know it's not four inch thick like a 
mm-hmm. like the floor of your pole barn or anything. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 very big. So interesting. I mean, that could I could be completely wrong. That's just a, yeah. that's just something I heard. But uh, interesting. Another new sponsor for us this year. Hoover Dam. Uh, Hoover Dam. So Hoover go Dam, out yeah. there and you can go see this. We're going to be fishing uh, right below the Hoover Dam. And you can fish yeah. from the top. Just make sure you pull up your line. <laughs> we don't have enough line. To re- yeah. No, uh, we're going to be going to another show this year, and that is going to be the Musky Max, March 10, 11, 10 and 11 at the Embassy Suites in Moon Township. I wasn't sure of the location. We got that figured out now. Which that's a great place. I know exactly where that's at. That's right down by the. Uh, it's actually right near the airports, in in Pittsburgh there. And uh, yeah, it's going to be here before you know it too. That's going to just add another sixty days to the other, <laughs> to the January. I'm looking forward to that one. No, always. I'm always looking forward to that one. You know, that place has great parking, easy access. You know. The Musky Max really do, you know, they cater to the families. They try to get, there's lots of stuff for the kids to do. It is sort of a family event when the kids, when everybody comes. Uh, a lot of free baits for any kids that come in. I know we have, you know, we give four or five tickets every year. Kids come up and uh, if you want more information on the Musky Max, you just get a hold of them at www.muskymax.com. You can find them on Facebook think they still have some openings uh but it's always by far our best show <laughs> now, it's our local show you know we deal with a lot of the guys that we take a lot of the charters charter fishermen that we take out uh are coming from the pittsburgh area and uh we move a lot of baits and we usually move a lot of rod holders we we have a very busy booth there so that's why that one's so much fun for us it's just hectic every year we spend hours no, without speaking to each other. Mm-hmm. <laughs> other than like, get out of my way, I need another bag, or get out of my way, I need to get into that drawer yeah. to grab a couple more rod holders, you know. And I don't so. talk to you guys for a long time. No. No. Mm-mm. But it's we always a good one. We don't eat. No. That, so I, then we have our can, drinks. I can... Missing a meal is, you know, not detrimental to me. I should probably do it more often. <laughs> <laughs> That's exciting. Vance, season. on the other hand, Vance gets crazy if he doesn't eat. Vance is always crazy. That's those. That, yeah, that's the, that's those <laughs> wild card. That's those slim wild card guys. Yeah, he's got to eat something or he gets all wound up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> No, man, check out the Musky Max. They'd love to get you in. Anybody locally, you know, if you're a bait maker, you're trying to get involved in this industry at all, it's a great place to get started. Uh, there's a lot of people come through the door, and they are ready to buy when they come through, you know. We get great, you get great baits down there. Uh, you know, you, the, the people that listen, to all, you know, all over the, the nation mm-hmm. in, this, in this podcast, but... There's a lot of great baits that have them in this western Pennsylvania area. Uh, yeah, and and they're generally always at that at that show. They're at the show. Yeah, you and you, you'll get some of the New York guys. You'll get some of the Ohio guys, and I, I would say that that's this little tri-state area. 
you know, I'm and by little, I'm talking about, you know, three decently sized states. Yeah. I, I would say that that would be, if you had to label it unofficially as like the crankbait central. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I would say that for sure. There's people using them all over the country. They have been for many, many years, you know, mm-hmm. bait making. Didn't start around here, obviously, but there was guys that took it as a full-time job from Western PA here. They started doing it a long time ago. And uh, the baits are still being used. There's a lot of them. It's neat to see all these guys, talk to them, meet them. You know, there's a lot of good uh, a lot of good stuff to see at the Muskie Max. A lot of different stuff than you're going to see at these other shows, you know, because these guys don't travel. Uh so if you're looking for those particular things, the Bakers, the Wileys, the Leos, the you know stuff like that, uh, those guys are all going to be at the show. Definitely a hard bait show. Over yeah, uh, you know wall to wall and uh, it's going to be yes a lot, a different, lot different than Chicago. Yes, which is going to smell like rubber, and you're going to hear the clinging and clanging of blades. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. It's going to be a lot different than that. Not to say that there won't be some there, but mm-hmm. you're going to mm-hmm. see the uh, vast majority of these Just baits. Just a big difference, big difference in the uh, different regions, you know. It's crazy. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. Um, so. All effective. Big thanks to the Muskie Max. Okay, Vance. Okay, yeah, we can. Uh, we'll, we'll turn this into the power rankings. We'll we'll shoot these out quick here. We got a uh, a uh, listener submission, so we're gonna have four. Uh, like I said, we've been doing this for about a year now, and it's fun, and it just sparks up conversation. Uh, so we'll get right into it. Those of you who've been listening, another uh, drill coming in four. Andy, take it away. Okay, so I guess it, it, I'm gonna just I'm gonna broaden it from what I initially said before we started recording, and it's like the good message. Now that message, you know, you name it: Facebook, Instagram, text, voicemail, any message, email, and uh, you know, like the one that I got. I'm gonna say less than a week ago. It probably even less than that. Might have been two or three days ago was it was from a customer of of, uh, fatty z and uh we got him set up i'm not going to go into super details but he is a listener and he's going to know who i'm talking about but we got him set up on some stuff and him and his buddies have a let's throw some money into a hat and you know from the photo i got there's a big trophy it seems and um more or less because of the setup that we got him working with, he was able to take this big trophy with him and a lot of the money in the hat. I don't know all this, all the real particulars about it, but you know, we, we, we talked. I talked to the guy on the phone a couple times through email, some text messaging and stuff like that. But what was it? The one day I was... Uh, just I, I think I was in my kitchen or something like that, and my phone went ding, 
ding, ding. It just started dinging, and, and my wife's like, what's going on? She goes, is Vance texting you? Because there's people have styles of texting, and I said, oh, I don't know. And then, look, I'm like, oh, that's not Vance. And then I got all these fish photos. And Wait, are you, is that a shot at me, the way I text? Like, No, that's not things? a shot at you, but that's, that's Todd. Your texts are different. You, yes. you, we, when I get two or three really quick, that's I just I'm like oh Vance is texting me I don't even have to look I think it, I think it's because you use I mean I think you use that audio thing yeah and it breaks it up because it goes ding 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 do you hit send a lot I mean I I'm kind of gonna vary from from my little thing but yeah because it's not a shot it's just like I I know who's texting me mm-hmm. oh my well gosh. I'm sending you paragraphs now <laughs> <laughs> it comes through, no it comes through different. So big long old person paragraphs. That's what I do. One one, thing. <laughs> one big long thing you got to read. <laughs> oh, great. Yes, now, said, hey, I'm going to change Vance's text you? messaging to a, a different a different uh, sound, so I then can just continue this, and it'll drive him nuts. Yeah. You better get out your pipe and your robe and get ready to sit down with some scotch because I'm sending you novels from now on. <laughs> <laughs> okay, anyway. well, I, that, first off, that wasn't a shot. It was just saying, I just know the style, and that's yeah. all it is. It's not. It's fine. It's completely okay. <laughs> He's he's gonna go the opposite way. I'm now gonna get like 57 texts, and each one's a letter, and I have to read it <laughs> vertically. <Yeah. laughs> like some kind of like that's like the uh, uh, the serial killer's ransom note in oh text my. form. He'll be taking he'll take photos of letters out of newspapers and send them. You'll see. <laughs> <laughs> okay, on on with the story. Okay, so, anyways, th- that was it. It was just you know that out of the blue, you know, text and it, and it or a message of sorts that is you know, and it, it could be you know, I don't want to like equate it to any other things. The like, hey, it's a boy, like oh great, you know, just getting a good message because I'd say you know it's better than the bad message. So yeah, yeah. I'm sure you guys have gotten messages from some of the uh, clients you've had that, hey, we learned this from you. Look at this fish. Yeah, definitely. So, or texting each other on the water, you know, big one, something like that. Yeah, yeah, big. I think we've only called each other twice this whole year. Well, it has to be more than that because we. Done no, more. like during the season, <laughs> during, during, during charters, during charters. Yeah. yeah. And we usually know what hap- what happens when that call comes in. Yeah. SOS? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> hey, you got a rope? <laughs> no, I was good all season. I, that's, not a, that's not a strike that against yeah, you, yeah, Vance. Yeah. No. That boat, that, boat, that boat was good. It was good. It's a good it boat. great. <laughs> Yeah, I like the positive text. Yeah. Positive message. I'm sure bait makers can relate to that when they get pictures of fun. What did like we do that. before this? I, I think of it all the time when I'm out there. How could how could you I even run my business before 
these phones and the texting and the just the getting your emails on the water. Yeah, there is. I mean, I couldn't do it the way I'm doing it. There's no way. I mean, I would I would be like driving to some payphone somewhere to talk to everybody to line up my trips for the weekend. If they're at home, I'd have to leave them a message. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's it would be almost impossible. It's crazy. Yeah. Stack. Yeah. To add to that, you know, the cell phone was like, oh my gosh, now I can call people from anywhere, you know, that I'm at. I remember when Todd, you still had like that flip phone. And, mm-hmm. I, and I, you know, I told you, I like, you know, get the smartphone. You're gonna hate it for a little bit, and yeah, now, you know, and it's something that I've noticed that it, it seems that at first I would I would say that my feeling I'm not gonna speak for anybody else. It was a little unprofessional to have a text message conversation with. I'm just gonna I'm gonna pick on you you know a guide because mm-hmm. I'm talking to two guides. Like if the guide's texting, hey, we're going to be ready at whatever. Meet me at this time. And before, I'm like, man, you could just call me because anymore, it's just like without without really ruining another podcast because we're, we're saving some stories from some recent events, I didn't want to talk to some people. Just send me texts. Yeah. You know, from some guides that, that I had been dealing with recently. And it was just quicker. It's faster. Mm-hmm. It's quiet. Yeah, and now it's. Seems- I've been, I've, I've been, I've been sort of the other way. I was the, I was on the guide side, and like people would send me these texts all the time, and it was just like you. Re- I think we should really, you should call me before we meet, because I want to make sure it's real. I don't, you know what I mean? <laughs> I kind of felt that way. Like it, I, I remember the first time I booked the trip and it was somebody sent me an email they booked the trip everything got lined up and i never spoke to them I was like okay then you know and they're they're like where should we meet well we should meet at long point call you should call me and they're like okay we're good we'll meet you at long point i'm like okay i guess this guy's gonna be there right <laughs> and was i didn't talk to him he was there yeah yeah it's yes. it's turning it into turn the other way yeah I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna take this one. I mean, we're really getting off topic here, but I'm gonna take this one step further. I want to think that like the original starter of all of this, and you guys are probably this is coming out of left field, was eBay. eBay started the trusting a perfect stranger. Yeah. Just because you know people it's a like, good comparison. Just yeah. mm-hmm. because you're like, well, yeah, I'm gonna send you money. Based off of you telling me you're going to ship me an item that I bu- I bought off of you, and, yep. and and now it's pretty much people just, I mean people do get taken and stuff like that. I mean there's a percent, but anymore when when someone sends you a text, I'll be there. I left I left my place. It's an hour and a half drive. I'll be there. You know whatever. If something happens, I'll get a hold of you. More often than not, they're there. Mm-hmm. It, it seems to like have putting trust back into strangers. But I think nothing of buying something off eBay. I, I bought. Dude, I mean, I do it all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And if if those people usually pull fast when they get outed pretty quick on those, you know, yeah. another yeah. another you know forum on on or, you know not a forum but like Muskie Flea or whatever it is, you know, they get found out like quick. Sc- screenshotted the hell and just put up there. Like, <laughs> do you know this guy? 
he did this to me. And then other people would ch chime in and be like, oh, yeah, he did that to me, yada, yada, yada. You see all that stuff. Yeah, so it's it's like the crowd just keeping everyone in line. Mm -hmm. But yeah, the so positive the positive is good. You know, we, you 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 tend to to we've talked about that before. You tend on to dwell on the negative. You look for that negative comment. You read through two hundred comments on your picture, and one ninety nine of them are good, and one jagoff has to say something stupid. And you but, just want nothing more than to talk to that guy face to face. That to that person, yeah, yeah. So the positive stuff is nice. It is positive. People are brutal out there sometimes, but positive things are nice. Very nice. All right, I'm going to shut up about mine. Other than it should have been number one, but go ahead. Mine's, mine's uh. <laughs> I don't even know what mine, the next ones are. <laughs> mine's gonna, mine's gonna come in at three, and it's gonna be the uh, the perfect backup into your garage or wherever you keep your boat. Uh, you know, one swing, you're in. All you got to do is throw the truck in park and disconnect. You don't have to make any adjustment swings, nothing like that. The perfect backup into your garage. Because that's, that, that, that's like one of the most taxing things. You know, I'll leave the lake and come home for a couple of days. And I'm like, all right, I'm coming home. I'm going to, I'm probably not going to be able to relax. I'm probably working. But I'm going to get to go to bed here. <clears throat> but prior to doing that, I have to back this, you know, boat into my garage. One more Which, hurdle. Yeah, one more yeah. hurdle. It sucks. And uh, it's a great one, Vance. Yeah. I know exactly where you're coming from. I think, well, yeah, okay, go ahead. Then I'll chime in with my idiot m remarks. Well, I, I hit it the one day. Like I was like, this is perfect. Boom, I was in. And it's generally dark, you know, and that, and that yeah. always sucks. Yeah. Um, and so I hit it perfect, and I was backing up. And I think I told this to you guys, but I backed it like, whew, Right through brand new drywall. Put the prop right through oh. the drywall. Okay, so you backed <laughs> it up so far. perfectly <laughs> that you you missed. It was like it was like so perfect. I was like, wow, this is great. I was like, I can't believe it. I and I pushed it just like a little too far, and that like one of the the three blades just like crushed the drywall. And I uh, just put a giant, like, open hole into it. And I was like, oh, my God. Nice. Nice. I, w I went a little too far. I, I was. Yeah. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to break down a couple positives out of that. Uh, <laughs> number one, you were able to check to see if the contractor did, in fact, insulate the wall. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it was. And it was. Okay, there you go. Positive number one. Positive number two is, okay, so you put a hole in your drywall. Yeah, that sucks. It's better than bending a blade on a $500 prop because you hit a stud behind that's the drywall. The, that's the thing. So I hit, like, perfect, like, in between 16 inches. Hey, that's perfect. That's the perfect backup job. Yeah. You can perfect. back it up with the motor toter on. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I don't have to yeah. get out and trim down. Yeah, I got to stop and do that. Yeah, I got to stop and take that off. Yeah. Yeah, has its positives. I mean, if I would have done that, I would definitely would have not ran into brand new drywall. Yeah. 
mean, I have, a, but... I, have a, I have a stopper. I have a 4x4 four four that is across, uh, you know, it goes, I, I have a paint marker. I, I just painted a mark on the floor. Yeah, I do too now. I, I do too now. I you do? A, okay, yeah. Yeah, I have, yeah. A, I have a giant piece of barn wood that I've got in my back tires. Yeah, so I have a 4x4. Four four. There's a painted, so I get out. I take the motor toter off. Open the garage door, make sure that board is in place, and I'm within inches. Well, I can't go any further, so I can't miss. Well, you could go further and pull up Vance. <laughs> well, I'd have to knock <laughs> over a 4x4. Four four. It stops it. Uh, Just but throttle down. Sometimes it is at night, after drive, after fishing all day, driving home through the rain the other night when it was raining like crazy i drove through the most unbelievable storm i ever drove through and uh yeah i was having a hard time i can't see out the mirrors Mm -hmm. you can't see out the windshield we can't see out anything yeah so i just parked it there and put it put it in in the morning you just you you (laughs) navigated off your gps you just held your phone and you're like well it looks like i'm still in my lane You just let it get crushed by whatever you had the you had the I had the tarp on. I had the yeah. I had the tarp on it. It couldn't yeah. have got crushed any more than it did the whole way home. So I just said, I'm, "We're going to do this in the morning. I can't see anything." Yeah, <laughs> I didn't want to open a garage door, really. Right. Yeah, the perfect backup. That's a back. good one. Yeah, that is a giant plus. Because I mean, the, most everybody's got to make a big swing. Yeah pull up so far or what if there's someone behind you that's the only time that someone gets someone's behind you then i'm like oh geez because i gotta back onto the road and mm-hmm. yeah i've been Fun. fortunate with the layouts of of both of my both yeah. of my you, storage that i'm to your place you just had to get into the driveway you get in the driveway you don't have to You're worry good. about it. I mean, <laughs> no I, I guess it, you would have to worry if there was traffic because they'd be barreling through your yard. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. at that point, it's 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 more of a hazard, but very <laughs> low percentage. Yeah. Yeah, that's key. Good stuff. All right, coming in at two, Todd, take it away. Yeah, mine is wrapping up the season, and uh, which we're going to get into a little later here, but... Wrapping it up and getting through the season, lots of days in the water, hundred and some days fishing, and uh, no major issues. That's the big thing. Every day we go, every day anybody goes fishing, you know? Even if you don't get to go, like, before I guided, but, you man, you got that trip planned to Canada, and, uh, man, you want everything to work. You just want to get there. You want to get through that week. Well, that's what, that's what our whole season's like, you know? It doesn't matter if it's a second week of november the 120th trip of the year those people drove a long way i just want everything to work yeah or the things that don't work you can limp around i can deal with yes Yes. yep without causing a scene yeah always have little things but this year got through it no major issues on either boat yeah Smooth. Smooth sailing. Makes for a good... I did have that Flintstone tire at one point. You could have had an issue. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I caught that... I actually caught that after, I think, like a Greg Thomas podcast. 
Yeah, and he was like, you know, he'd like blown up his boat and trailer for like the 15,000th time. And I was like, yeah. you know what, I better check, <laughs> check this. And I looked down and I was like, yeah, that thing has some serious wear on it. And we changed the tire right there in the parking lot. And it was good. We had lunch. I, I had a power trim and tilt issue on my little motor, which I've had before, but that's more fluid. I Got fixed that like three years ago for you. You did, and it still works. For like seven dollars. Yes. So Andy, you didn't you didn't have any major issues. I did. Did you? I ran out of you gas, out of at, gas. The, at the dock. Well, yeah, that's, that's, what, I, that's what I was that's what I was getting at. I mean, but you made it in. I made I made it in. You after, made it in somehow. They're doing stupid like stunts out on the water. Not realizing yeah. <laughs> that every drip was going to be used. How funny was that? You know, prior to that trip of you running out of gas, I remember looking over at you and, like, the cooler was jumping up, and I was, like, scared <laughs> out of my mind. You were like, what, let's see what happens when I do this. <laughs> the throttle the entire way, and we're burning all the gas. You might as well have just, like, just... Taking a gallon of like a milk jug and just <laughs> dump it over because that's how much fuel I was burning in those minutes. <laughs> Let's see what happens when I do this. Well, you almost run out of gas. <laughs> <is what happens>. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, this is the boat didn't run out of gas when I was on it driving. So it was the closest you could get because yeah, yeah. I was actually backing the trailer in and I heard the boat shut off. And I'm like, well, I tried to, I tried to start that boat up and it was just like, beep, you know, it was like, <laughs> I was like, I was like, man, I'm getting, I'm getting the hell away from the steering wheel. He's going to think I broke something. Yeah. But it's funny. <laughs> I could just say like, I could, you know, Vance like Todd. I ran out. Of, we ran out of gas on Andy's boat. What should I do? And you, know, you give all this advice. And I'm like, Vance, are you coming out of the boat? We're standing at the dock. He's just holding on to a cleat. <laughs> yeah, crazy. Andy and Andy's still thrill seeking. He's, he still does his motorcycle stuff in those boats. Well, you gotta understand. I've been. My boat was in the water seven times this year. That was a yeah, good week for you guys. Yeah. 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 That was. And I also need to, like, put fuel through that boat because the, you know, the running joke was I still had gas from whatever, name the year, in it. Yeah. It's been, it's been, the few times I've been with Andy, they've been much more interesting than the ride that I go on. Yeah. Well, it's fun. Whether it be whether it be up the river going like thirty five miles an hour up some river, or going like forty, or... going like low forties over three foot rollers. <laughs> <laughs> but you got to see what you know. I've explained this. You got to see what speed it like rides the best in. <laughs> well, yeah, and That's you're still figuring that out. Fun. Yes, you're still figuring that out. I think. Well, I, well, you know, a three footer on a three footer on Chautauqua is different than a three footer on Erie. Yeah, yeah, because it's not so close together. So, I mean, I don't, I'm not on the same body of water every day for 120 no. days. Yeah, and I also have a smaller boat, and it, yeah. 
I, I, it's justified. Let me have my fun. I don't get to drive my boat, okay? No, I know. It is fun. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, that was crazy. Fun. And then uh, just check yeah. your gas. Yeah, check your gas and no hey, major issues. We made it to the dock, and I, the motor was still running. I didn't run out of gas while fishing. So that was like the biggest issue of the season. It was happened in Andy's boat. Well, not mm. the biggest, but I'm not bringing up the other. Okay, I don't know what that is. There was a time that Vance and I were going to go hunting, but don't matter. Oh, yeah. I remember that. Okay. Yep. But I, I, I'll, anyway. I'll take this one. I'll take the biggest issue. I ran out of gas while backing the trailer in. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good... I, I I'm sorry I didn't have that extra tablespoon of fuel in the tank. No, but that's a good <laughs> yeah. That's a good season if the, if we got through it with that. That's a good mm-hmm. season. Mm-hmm. Even if we get into the new boats next year, it's going to be. I'll take that. <laughs> well, if you guys yeah. if you guys end up getting new boats, it's the, more than likely the biggest issue is going to fall on my boat because it's then going to be 24 years old. <laughs> I don't know that. That's. Is it twenty? Got the newest boat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they also if we if we relive the next last couple podcasts. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's all yes. fun. It's all good. We got yeah. through it. Got through it. We're wrapped up Ooh. in the garage. I'm done. Done. Kaput. Here's coming in at number. But, yeah, number one, Matt Jalipsy. Uh, he sent this in. He's a listener. Um, and he says, uh, the accidental trophy catches while musky fishing. Um, he says, be it a big walleye, be it a big bass, wow. uh, the bonus fish. That's another great one. Yeah. Cause there's, there's tons of times and, you know, I mean, God, we did it a lot with walleye this year where we'd be catching. We did 20. it a lot. Yeah. Yeah. 28-inch walleyes on a jerk bait. Yeah, in the middle of the day at 12 o'clock noon. Mm-hmm. Sunny as heck, dead flat calm, and some <laughs> walleye comes mm-hmm. up and grabs the glider. I still can remember that one. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, I, I remember those follows more than I remember musky follows because they're, they're different. Yeah. It's so interesting. I do, too. Having big walleyes figure eight and... How about like a big, yeah, that's, that's just crazy when you see those. You and I had one early this season. Do you remember that walleye that was, I kept figure eight and that thing was coming, coming and grabbed it. Mm-hmm. It was one of the first times we fished. Yeah. This year. Yeah, that stuff that. is just cool. That stuff is cool stuff. And the big bass you get. Yeah, a giant large mouth, a giant mm-hmm. small mouth that comes up and hits a jerk bait. I would yeah. rather Even, have a giant large mouth than a giant small mouth. Mm-hmm. And, and, and you know, just because that seems to be like the fish that people are like most sought after is a bass. And to a me, a, large mouth, yeah. And it's, it's a large mouth. I mean, yeah, small mouth mm-hmm. are cool. They fight hard and whatever. But it's like that seems to be more rare. Like if a lake has small mouth, you can always seem to find the football mm-hmm. eventually. 
I've caught a lot more big smallmouth. I know what you're saying. I've caught a lot more big smallmouth in this area. Yes. Like fishing Lake Erie and stuff, a lot more of those big five and six pound smallmouth than I have largemouth. Mm-hmm. So that big bucket mouth, my dad, I remember one time he was, we were throwing a big, uh, it was a showgirl, the big double bladed bucktail they make. And, uh, we were right down there by Camp Chautauqua. He was throwing that big blade. And he got a 23-and-a-half-inch largemouth. Do you know Great what those mouth. guys would pay oh, to yes, catch I one know. of them? I mean, there's tournaments going on. I mean, I, we, we brought it in late at that. I have no idea what it weighed. But it was right in June. It was right after the spawn. I mean, it was it had spawned out. But, I mean, it was a giant. The, the, the mouth on it, it could have... It could have taken down like a, a, uh, you know, a, a softball. A, yeah, or like a, a jug, like a milk jug. Yes. I mean, its its mouth would open that far, and it was a, it was a cool catch. I mean, I remember that fish. My dad's got lots of muskies with me too, but I can sure remember that big head coming out because it kind of did a half jump, and that the bucket came out, and it was like, oh my gosh, that thing's insane. 23 and a half inch. That's that, crazy. That, that's a big largemouth. That's the biggest one that, that I've ever encountered around here. Other than we've, caught a, we've, we've caught them 20 inches out of Chautauqua. When I would do, you know, a lot of bass when I was, mm-hmm. when I was younger fishing up there, and there would always be tankers swimming in amongst the docks where we did most of our fishing. Yeah. And, uh, we did get a 20-inch largemouth. I remember that, and I remember when I was younger, sticking my whole fist in its yeah. <laughs> face. But the, yeah. the smallmouth came around more than the largemouth. There's no doubt mm-hmm. about that. I, I did get yeah. a largemouth this year. Did you get a largemouth this year? I did not catch one largemouth this year. We got two smallmouth, maybe. Yeah. I didn't get, catch any real big smallmouth. Last year, we got like a 22-inch smallmouth on the raptor. It's crazy. Put some big walleyes. Those those accidental catches. I mean, I can't wait to snag into a paddlefish on our lake. Mm-hmm. Some of our friends did when they were trolling, and they're getting really big, like 60-some 60, 60 inches long, and <laughs> they weigh like 50 pounds. Mm-hmm. One, yes, one, they all keep getting bigger. That's crazy. Dale and I many years ago caught a... I mean, we're going back to when we had probably like 99, 69-inch uh, sturgeon while we were trolling. Mm-hmm. It was one of the coolest things that ever happened mm-hmm. while did you I was bring, fishing. Did you bring that in for a picture? Yes, we did. Yeah. It was on Dale's pole. Mm-hmm. Dale Dale was reeling, and but it was hooked in the back. But, yeah, we brought it in. We picked it up, brought it in measured it i don't even think you're supposed to do it but how else are you supposed to get the hooks out yeah 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 what do we know we're musky guys i netted it i would have thrown a boga on it <laughs> that's hard to <laughs> do underside on the un- <laughs> because it's like an underside <laughs> <suction Yeah. mouth. laughs> when it's hooked in the tail i couldn't reach it especially if it was that long yeah yeah 69 inches yeah, but that was a cool catch, just a snag. But you do catch some really nice 
fish. Awesome. I uh, I'll fill one in. When I was when I was a little boy, I remember. I don't know who else in my family, but I remember my father and I, and it uh, could have been everybody. I don't remember, but we were fishing at this one spillway, and my dad was. I just remember him throwing a bucktail. It was like a meps. And uh, it was a musky bait. It might have been like a me- musky killer or something. It was, mm-hmm. it was maybe at the time that was a big bait. I've looked at him recently. I'm like, yeah, these things aren't that big. Well, anyways, yeah. he's he's sitting there reeling it in, and he sets the hook and he's like, oh, I got one. Yeah, he's all excited and stuff. And he reels in. It was a it was a trophy class like sunfish, but it had all three of the <laughs> rear treble hooks in its mouth. Like its mouth <laughs> just slid over it, and all three barbs were like. <laughs> just in it and i'm like that thing was hit, hit that perfect to get all of its mouth around and the uh, i mean that, that fish yeah. was not a happy fish to get unhooked mm-hmm. but it was just you know something it, it hit it and it swam up behind it and took all three in the lips mm-hmm. <laughs> so that was that was the bonus trophy catch go on the opposite end of that and we have been on way not so bonus trophy catches you know my first thing comes to mind is is the catfish oh yeah when, you know the that accidental thing that you know rips a trolling rod or whatever you know comes up and smacks any anything that you know yeah. catfish yeah. are the worst for us when we're trolling you had yeah. a gar do it a friggin carp the one day do it how about and, and yeah, I, I got a big shark this year. Yeah, the, the when I was trolling, my planer board went off, and I was I was tucked up way and tight, and the thing was just like wah, 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 wah. I was like it's probably a freaking carp, and I reeled it in, and each treble it was on a a boss boss shed, and I mean each treble there there was half dollar size scales on it. It's huge. <laughs> I was like, oh my god. I ran over that thing perfect. How about that? Giant uh, carp. This is going back a, a whole summer, but how did you feel about uh, catching a sailboat captain? That? Oh, that was. Yeah, that mm-hmm. was not. The was ultimate predator. Opposite. You caught <laughs> the, the ultimate, ultimate predator. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did. Got it. Yeah. I did catch that. That was, that was sweet. Uh, yeah. The bonus trophy catch coming in at one from from Matt. Thanks for sending that in. It's a bonus, and it's fun sometimes to see other species very large. All right. Well, fifty minutes into this, we're going to just now enter the topic. Yeah, we'll keep it short. We wrapped it up. We're wrapping it up. This is wrapping up our fishing season, pretty much. All right. Both of you can answer. I don't care. I'm going to ask the questions here. Season's over. Long season. How did it start out? The first week was slow. Slow. Is that the word you're going to use? The first week was slow. I mean, yeah, slow. We had a, I would say, if I gave this, if I gave this season a one-word answer, it would be unique. Backwards, almost. Yeah, it was very different. Very different from what we're used to after all these years of fishing here. Uh, 
Very cool weather. I mean, we had some good days. Vance started the season off with a great fish. Had some good days right off the bat, but, man, consistency wasn't there. One one thing that Vance and I could say is, uh, you know, we were seeing... We were seeing and catching nice fish early on. We just weren't seeing a lot of those numbers of the smaller fish. And that held true through the whole season, really. Mm-hmm. You know, well, just a few years ago, I mean, our numbers were a lot different than what we did this year. And uh, with the size of the fish this season, we're, whew, lots of nice fish showing up. Now, where, where do you think the small ones went? Did they all grow up? I think some of them grew up, and I think we had some, you know, I think, I think things changed a little bit. I don't think the numbers are, are there like they were, but I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I mean, we still had great numbers. We still got a few fish at every day now, on an average. I, I know what you're talking about, but I'm going to dig in a little deeper. Mm-hmm. How do you think mm-hmm. the numbers changed? Like, what? how did... Not like increase, decrease, but what could have taken those numbers to decrease? I think we lost some to red spot. Okay, and I'm going to just... We have a high, high, you know, very high which is population, population. Lake. Yes, a very high population in there. And, you know, a few years ago, we were having these insane days for days on end, weeks on end. It was like, I don't think this is going to last. And I don't think it, you know, I don't think there's anything to, you know, I don't think we have something to worry about. Uh, I'm sure you thought about in those days where it was very insane. And we were on top of fish like no other those that year. Yeah. Uh, those couple of seasons. I thought, I'm, sure I, you, I, I'm sure you look yeah. forward to, I know I thought about it. I was like, you know, I just released like the ninth muskie right now. For X amount of days in a row, I really what's going. I wonder what's going to happen next June. Yeah, you know, is this going? There's no way that this is going to happen again. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, I was saying that. I don't think we can sustain this population. You know, you can't on any body of water. The numbers, the numbers of the fish. I mean. They can keep stalking them, and but you're going to have some some mortality. They're not supposed. You can only have so many predators. Uh, yeah, you know it's happening. I, I hear people talking about it throughout the country. You know where some states and some areas are like, okay, we're 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 going to just going to quit stalking this lake because there's enough muskies in here now. We you, you can't just have a lake that is just filled with tons of muskies. <laughs> They have to have stuff to eat. Nature will take its course. Mm-hmm. Um, nature takes its course all the time on the natural bodies of water, like St. Clair up in Canada. You know, we see that happen all the time. All the years that I used to go up there to the course of Lake Regions, you know, numbers would get crazy. And the next thing you know, you catch a whole bunch and they, they got red spots and numbers go down a little bit. You, you can hardly even, I mean, it, it, it recoups. It comes right back, you know. It wasn't that long ago they had a terrible kill at Lake St. Clair. Now, Lake St. Clair's been unbelievable for the last five years. 
I don't know if they had the year that they normally do this year, but there was something happened this spring. That's what's going to happen. You can't just go and catch tons of muskie somewhere. They're going to eat themselves out of food. <laughs> mm-hmm. And, you know, nature's going to take care of it. Do you... So I think... I think we're going to be, uh, I mean, it, it, it was a great season. Mm-hmm. It was a great season. The, those fish that died, I mean, if you if you were thinking that you lost, I'm just going to, I don't know, I'm not this going to be correct, but let's just say you lost one-third of the muskies in the lake. Wouldn't you have thought that you would see them floating, something like that? When, when would you think this would take place? I don't know. I, I don't. I, I don't think a lot of them float. You know, you just see a lot of the. There was a lot of small fish showing up early that were really bad, bad shape. I don't think so. Oh God, yeah. Uh, I mean, the every nasty looking. That fish. that that first month of the season. I mean, the the fish that were being caught were all beat up, mm-hmm. and the fishermen that we talked to that are pretty much there. You know, they 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 fish the lake. They you know a mm-hmm. lot. I mean, everybody was up in arms about it initially. Mm-hmm. They're dead. They're they're gone. It's something going on here. And there was. I don't think yeah. it's a big deal, though. I don't think it's a big deal. But you took the stance that nature probably took its course. Yeah. I saw and, them, like, by the dock, like, laying on the bottom. I never saw them float up. They were laying down there in the bottom, smaller fish, some bigger fish, dead. But, I mean, that's what's going to happen. I mean, we've seen them, me and you have seen them out there. I'm like, there, mm-hmm. oh, what's, there's one right there. I, mm-hmm. I think that's one dead right there, like seven foot underneath the water here. Yes, when you're casting in the early season, you can see them. And, and, and that's what it is, you know. Do you think winter uh, takes its toll on them? Mm. You know, I mean, there's always that theory that the spawn, you know, a lot of those beat up fish in the early season that, yeah, that a lot of that can be spawn wounds, but a lot of these fish we're talking about are way beyond spawn wounds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're like infectious things on them. And then you catch some great big one. Uh, one of the last ones we caught had this big scar on it. And they're like, oh my gosh, what's on that side? Well, it's the over. <laughs> yeah, Ooh. like a scar from I red caught, spot, you know. I caught I caught a big one this year, and it had like pustules on it. It was there were yeah, pus sacks on that. that, and I pu- yes. I popped them, and it was just like skin hanging there. It was so weird. It was the weirdest thing I've ever seen. I don't know if it was water in there, in mm-hmm. it, but it I mean it it looked like boobs. <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> Little nippies. So you pop. You know, and I, and and I, and I think weird stuff happens. Probably, you know, I I just I think it all comes back to what Todd was saying with the, the population of it, and you know. But I think the you know the couple of years when you have like crazy numbers, I think it will all all level out like that. But mm-hmm. you know. uh it makes it makes a ton of sense uh, looking at that, but I know that 
thinking about it, like going back to that that first week of the season, and it was really cold water temperatures and stuff. And you know, I I was I was kind of like, eh, whatever, you know, I'm just going to put my head down and grind through this because you know, I, yeah, there's they're not all gone, and honestly, it there's it's nice to catch forty inch muskies, yeah, know, over. 32 to 35. It's just really unique to go into the season on Chautauqua and come out at the end of the day on Chautauqua, a numbers lake. There's no big ones in there. None, according to some people. Um, Small fish. But, you know, you can talk. And then I, I talked to Vance, and I'm like, we saw six fish today, and every one of them was 45 inches and up. up. Mm-hmm. That is really unique. That was a that was the really weird thing that happened to us in our early season. It was just but to do it and to do it consistently. It's not like a yes. fishing. It's it's not a it's not a fishing trip up to Canada for the day or yes. the week you or, know or the saying? week or the weekend. It, you know what I'm week. saying? Yes. It's like, this was the whole month. I'm like, we saw there, eight more giant. today, and six of, them, six of them were yeah big. Yeah. <laughs> you know. And that was odd. And it held so, true. Mm-hmm. And that may go out there and you're like, yeah, this is like really exciting. You know, like I said, mm-hmm. we're seeing that weekly. We're like, every day, we're just like, wow, there's another great one. It's a great one. Yeah. It's a great one. It's a great yeah. one. And, you know, it's like, like, not like I just, we had, you know, the, the kid had a couple follows with this, you know, and they were, you know your your number style follow or you know small thirties. It's like man, that's a that's one that gets yeah. gets <laughs> every, every everybody's eyes wide. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, big tankers. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I had I I went ten ten days in a row end of July, early August with my one seven inch Baker. Ten days in a row with a fish over forty, and most of those were not like forty one or forty twos. They were like forty seven. 46, 48, 45. <laughs> I mean, and and we weren't catching a lot at the end of July there. Uh, you know, we were getting a fish or two a day. But, I mean, that's just, that's not normal Chautauqua from what we're, what I'm accustomed to, you know. Yeah. But it made for a very fun season. Some guys caught some, we got some great, Tons of great fish. Uh, yeah. And, 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 and the little ones were showing up, you know, as the season progressed. I don't think they were showing up in the uh, numbers that they have been, but that's okay. I mean, hopefully, you know, sometimes, you know, what, what always used to happen at Chautauqua was like, wow, tons of 41 inches in here. Wait till next year. Well, it would be the same story the next year. Boy, there's a lot of 38 and 40 inches in here this year, you yeah. know. And it just seems it just seems to roll, roll, roll. This was a season where, yeah, there were a lot of those fish that started growing up, and uh, you know, maybe the bigger ones weren't affected by something minimal that happened. Uh, but. Lots more big fish, and it was not just us. It's it's all our friends that we talk to. You know, lots of my buddies, lots of guys who went up there and fished the week. Or was like, yeah, we fished the week, but you know, every other fish we got was 
46, 47, 48, 49. That's great. <laughs> yeah. And I don't think there's going to, I don't think there's, there's, I mean, by no means do I think there's going to be a problem. Oh, no. No way. But I do. I, but 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 I also don't expect. I mean, I know. I you know. I know these. You know. You you. We get to know these fish like looking at them. You see what they look like. I'm not saying that all these 46 and 48s are going to end up being like a couple of years from now. We're going to pop all these 50s because <laughs> I think most of them are at the end of their. You know. That's our fish. That's what we deal with. Yeah. Now, do you think that the fluctuations that you're seeing and, and just, you know, the ebbs and flows, does, do you think that happens on smaller, you know, smaller river systems, smaller lakes, you know, under 250 acre stuff? Or do you think I it's... Don't, I don't know. I, mean, I, don't, I, 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 I don't know. S- I mean, this, this is the biggest... I mean, last year was, you know, we had a good year for the numbers of the fish. You know, I keep track of all this stuff, the fish over 40 compared to the fish under 40. Mm -hmm. This was the biggest change that I've seen on this lake. Mm -hmm. Do you think that maybe some of it had to do with the style or style of fishing or the, or now that you, you and Vance have a nice tag team approach going that, you can just kind of stay on those bigger fish or do you think it's just more of a, maybe, maybe a little bit. Yeah. Maybe a little bit. We talk about it every day, but yeah. it, it is even like a lot of the, the hits, you know, mm-hmm. obviously we only catch about half of the ones that hit. So if you get a couple 300 fish or whatever through the season, there's still a lot of big bites that happen, and or you see them when you're casting, when you're trolling. But I mean, so many times when we were trolling, I mean, it was just like, not the, 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 the it was like the, oh wow, wham, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, the fish is on, and they were gone. I was like, dude, that that was not, <laughs> that was not a ten pound or twenty pound fish. That thing, they can't take line like that, you know. Yeah, and it would be gone. But I was like, that was a good fish, you know. <laughs> And you can relate to what's happening throughout the day. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. We had an odd year, like August this year was so was strange because August was so darn uh, incredible, mild. Yeah. You, I, I, I'm not a big fan of the month of August, and no, I'm not either. You guys were just stacking them up. That was our yeah the numbers numbers wise that was our that was the best that, time and I didn't have a lot I didn't have a lot scheduled because I don't like you said I'm not a big fan of the month of August <laughs> I don't like the water temps getting up real high I don't like all that I don't like dealing with the the heat the the dog days but so that was different that's the biggest question we get man everybody they're already asking now calling. And I would too. You call to do a charter. Hey, what's the best time of year for me to come next year? We're going to come. I'm going to bring my son, dad, whatever. Man, it's hard to give him an answer <laughs> because I don't know what it's going to be. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, I, I I've heard Todd talk to a lot of people at the shows, and 
I've heard many times, he's like, you know, August, that's more of a trolling month. You know, it's a little tougher. Like, mm-hmm. not trying to sell August, and then you get this one year. Who knows, it could just be one year out of every five, six, seven, ten. You yeah. It's just like, that seems to be the month, just listening to yeah. what, what's going on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we did like eight fish, seven fish, eight fish, seven fish, and I went home for like five days. Because I didn't have, I didn't book anything, but I didn't know it was going to be seventy degrees in August. Right, and then you're averaging six fish an outing. Yeah, yeah, and and I, I went, we're getting a fish an hour. And Vance is in Canada, comes home, and he does the same thing. <laughs> and I'm, 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 I'm home for a week, and I go back up and pick up the same program, and it's like, oh, we went six for ten today. Uh, you know, if I was there, I could have kept doing it. You could have really padded some numbers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But that's not the norm. <laughs> I don't expect that to happen next year, you know. And next year is a whole different ball game. It's yeah. Crazy. Whole different spots. You know, that's the that's the thing. It's a big lake. I mean, it's not a, it's not a, it, it, I don't know. It should talk about big lake. It's just, it's a lake. I get a mix. I get a mixed review about it. Some people say small, yeah. and some people say, "Oh, that's a huge lake." They're, in- they're yeah. intimidated by it. And I'm like, "Yeah, yes. I could cover this whole thing in a dang day." You know, mm-hmm. I'll drive you around the whole thing. Yeah, I mean, it's 17 miles long, but you know, we we do. That, that's the thing. We we deal with that. You know, Vance, we get spots that, you know, three three years ago we catch you know, dozens and dozens and dozens of fish off of a weed edge. And the next season rolls around, you don't even catch one in that area. Within miles of that area. And you keep hitting it. That's true. That's 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 the thing about the that's the thing about that lake, you know. Uh, and it changes throughout the season. When the weeds start dying, you know, what you're doing early, you know you're not going to be able to do it much longer, but you keep going with it, and then the next thing you know, it's gone. Then you start fresh. You you move on. Yeah, then then you move on. But there's areas, you know, there's areas that we've had incredible years that I didn't, you know, fishing certain areas of that lake. And this year, I never even boated a fish there. Maybe, maybe never even saw one. How about the big, the, the big guiding? Yeah, definitely, because we're out there all the time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is like, you if know, there's for anything. Ever, go ahead. What about the consistent big fish spot, though? I know that in doing this over so many years, there are some. Areas there are those mm-hmm. that are not going to put out the places that we pound and pound yeah. and pound. And the big ones occasionally show up. There mm-hmm. are some where it's going to be a low density, but for some reason every year we will get one of our giants from that area. Mm-hmm. One of our Chautauqua giants. Yeah. That is that's consistent. Yeah, you know all the years of doing it, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. If if anyone out there's like really paying attention, 
and looking for tips, that might be like the tip that they don't want to hear is <laughs> you guys can catch 50 fish out of a weed bed in one summer and then never see a fish the next year because that can really shatter a confidence spot. <laughs> yeah. And, and, you know, and when people hear stuff like that, I guess rather than looking at what could be an obvious answer of like the fish just aren't here this year, it seems to turn internal and saying, I'm doing something wrong. And Uh then they're going to change what, you know, especially if it's early on, they're going to change what they're doing, thinking that, you know, they're not doing it the same way they did it in the past and they were successful. And uh, when they really should just be like moving on to the next spot. It takes us a lot of time. I mean, sometimes I don't move on for the whole season. You keep checking it because it's like, there's no way this can't start putting them up. Checking it. There's no way it can't start putting it up. I just remember. But that's the difference from from being able to, you know, stop in, take a drift, spend a half hour, 45 minutes in an area, and move on. And then I can do it again three days later because we're fishing six days a week. You know what I mean? Right. That's the big difference with going to a spot. And, you know, we have clients that are very, you know, we take them somewhere, they get a bunch of fish, everything's great, and then they come up and spend two or three days, you know, a month later. And first of all, they're dumbfounded because they don't see me there. (laughs) You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Or Vance. They're like, where are you? I'm like, well, I'm in the north. What do you mean you're in the north? I was like, yeah, I'm in the north end. <laughs> That's 14 I'm, miles away. I'm four, 14 miles from where I had you. Why? We didn't see anything. We fished for two days. I was like, yeah, I haven't been seeing anything down there either. Where And, you know, three weeks before, they got eight there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Chautauqua is probably a little, I think, I think Chautauqua was a little unique to that. There are the big fish spots, and there's definitely go-to spots that every year you get action at. I mean, you can get action all over the lake, but uh, sometimes the action spots, the action is a lot less. <laughs> we'll put it, you know, I don't know, from from year to year. Yeah, I have no idea what it'll be next year, and I know Vance doesn't either. <laughs> we'll figure it out though especially in our casting yeah I know but I'm not telling mm-hmm. you know where it's at <laughs> <laughs> I only know like two spots on the lake <laughs> <laughs> they've worked though they do they do work yeah and that's you know I've explained I don't I won't ask for spots they all work I mean they, they work but you know when you're when, you know, we're, we're looking for more than the fish. We're looking for many fish <laughs> every day. Different people. Yeah. And uh, our go-to spots do change. Okay, I'm going to tell you guys, since you've been browbeating me, they're going to be in the water next year. Mm-hmm. Nice. They're going to be out there. <laughs> some of our spots t- took some time to... I mean, we had areas early season that we were pounding on and I mean they were not showing they were not producing 
couple weeks later changed you know they were back you know we, we then we got into them mm-hmm. the light switch was turned on yes yeah they showed up which you know i always think of that stuff like when they're like oh yeah the fish showed up just like what vance said is it like all of a sudden one day you know the planets align and all these fish are like let's move in and they just all no, swim I- in I think that I think that they're in there. You know, I just don't think that they're they're going after it yet. Mm. Yeah, there's two there's two things. Either they are close by, feeding elsewhere, or they are so full they're laying there, and you're just not seeing them that often. There'd be beds when the entire weed bed would move. Yeah, bait fish. And you're just like, oh, on my a calm God. day. Yeah, on, on some calm days this year, I saw that. It was insane. Like, pull the jerk bait. The whole we, we would just be, yeah. Millions of perch would, like, show up and then fall back in. And we're like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> How are we going to catch a fish in there? <laughs> yeah, because all they got to do is open their mouth and paddle their yeah. tail and <laughs> then close. The, yeah. Yeah. Just, just the current alone of opening the mouth was enough to push mm-hmm. a few in. Yeah, you would, you would sit there, you'd be casting, and you would it'd sound like if I would grab a bag of BBs and just throw them on the water. Oh yeah, with like, a pie. <laughs> yes, you know, and you're just like, and, and it would happen in pods all over, dozens of pods of that happening in the weed beds mm-hmm. that we were in. And you're just like, yeah. they're in here. This is crazy. Every time you jerk a whole, like a dozen skipper minnows, I don't know what they're called, yeah. but they're jumping out everywhere. Mm-hmm. Presumably trying to get away from the, you know, hard bait that's behind them, but they just don't realize it. Yeah. Yeah. That would happen. No. Raptors were the key. Last year we caught a ton of fish on the swim baits. But I think last year was a big breakthrough year for them, so they must be used to them now. They're used to them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they got so know, used I to them. I, I think that if, if Andy would put just one speck of red on the bellies, that would have triggered them. That would trigger them. Could have triggered them, yeah. So you want a speck of red. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you got to give him that little poop hole, Andy. Mm-hmm. I do that a lot on the on a lot of the I hard baits. Dale does it on all his baits. <laughs> I've I've been so many times people said I like you, but he's like, well, you got to give him a little bum hole. <laughs> <laughs> Silly. Yeah. No, the Raptors Raptors really did well this year for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now it seemed as though you guys fished later into the year than 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 you'd normally would. I mean, yeah. But, I mean, I'm not yeah. talking by weeks. I'm talking, you know, a week. Just you seem to just drive it in there harder. In the fall here? Yeah, just like to wrap up the whole season. Yeah, I mean, we we did. I got a. Uh, you know, last year we pushed it a little bit too, but we had a nice mild. It was much milder in November. I mean, we had an unbelievable season here, weather wise, mm-hmm. but. Uh, 
I know that you know we got a real big one with uh, to end the, end the season last year, and it was later. It was about a it was about this time of year. Okay. With Brian Julian, kid that wrote the article for the Muskie Hunter magazine and stuff, or Muskie Inc. magazine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was about this time of year. But we hadn't been doing very well, I'll be honest. <laughs> mm-hmm. It was pretty slim pickings. It's hard. It's hard in the fall. I mean, we had some areas this year late where we were getting them as long as we could get there. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, I could get there, but depending on which way the wind was blowing, you get these huge winds, and you get out. You know, if you're in a three foot chop and it's you know thirty eight degrees. With clients, believe me, there's no there, the casting doesn't last long. No, uh, when the wind was right and we get into certain areas, we hooked up. I mean, the last day I fished there, we hooked up three times. If you shame the clients, they they will work harder. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, I don't like doing that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> because you probably shouldn't. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. But I mean. You know, when you get there, there's days when you were like, that's the thing about casting, you know. Uh, the casting bite was definitely better than the trolling bite. Vance had the incredible day uh, a couple weeks ago there. Oh, yeah. Trolling, trolling, or half half day. <laughs> mm-hmm. It was a nice trolling day. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, after that day, jeez. I don't know of many fish control. Lots, lots of hours by lots of friends of mine, lots of us. There was not many fish caught. Some areas we get them casting, but, you know, I had to get to the to those areas. And if I get there, we could do it. But if the wind was blowing the wrong way, <laughs> it, was, it, it made it real tough. As we've said, we struggle. You know, I'm struggling when... I'm fighting that wind, even though I can fight with the trolling motor. The baits aren't coming in right. The, you know, they're not. The casts aren't going out there right. But uh, we ended the year casting. It's the same as last year. I've had some great November trolling years on the lake, but uh, last couple seasons that's not been the case. Last three, four, maybe five seasons. You know, most of the fish we could get were when we were casting to them. Mm-hmm. A lot of a lot of good fish. Nice. Oh, so no. is that is that kind of like it? Sum it up. A lot of good fish. A lot of good fish. Mm-hmm. You guys did too. I a lot of good fish. Like oh, a fat forty six and yeah, uh, you know. So, anything else you guys want to add to this, the the, the fishing wrap-up show? It was really? fun. It was fun, man. Can't wait till next year. It's going to be a different, everything will be different. I know that. Yeah, I'm still. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I'm hoping to get my boat out still. <laughs> nuts. Not nuts. It's musky season. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'd like to. I'd like to get out once or twice. I just got to watch this weather. We're going to get a ton more rain, you know, yeah, starting tomorrow, out, huh? and yeah. uh, you know that could could blow it out, and I might miss it mm-hmm. just from 
being busy. So I love the I love the I love the summer fishing for muskies and I love when the fall comes around. It's a small window for mm. you to get a great big one and you know, I think across the across the board that's pretty much how it is. It's all wrapping up now. I mean a lot of seasons will go till December first and or December fifteenth, you know. It's it's pretty much wrapping wrapping up and I like that, you know. I like the fall. I like the fall. I like the cold. I like all that. But man, it gets to a certain point where it gets, I mean, how far do you go? It gets real, it can get real detrimental to your equipment. Mm -hmm. You know, the, the, you know, the, the motors on your boat. I mean, I got to do this again next year. I don't, you know, damage and i see these guys busting through ice and driving through it in their boat and mm-hmm. my gosh i'm a, i i've done it mm-hmm. uh i might sneak back out there yeah i might on uh that last week in november i might i might go out for a day run some stable yeah. through the through the uh through the motor if, if it's nice enough you know it's gonna it's gonna have to be yeah. a nice a nice day for me to do that just to, to get back out one more day but i uh i took some you know sp- spread my week out there to plan on rifle hunting for bucks and you know you know I'm gonna some, yeah i don't have to do that i might you know I might you might have to come down and try to chase me a buck but I'll get back to you on that. I know, I, you know, yeah. hunting is some deer drives. Yeah, that's that's fine. <laughs> I I've learned that I'm a lot better at, at, at musky fishing than hunting right now. <laughs> <laughs> I am, but uh, I'm done. I'm pretty much done hunting already. That's a nice thing about the end of the season too. Get to hunt, but. I might get out one more time. We'll see. It'll be a shit show, but <laughs> kudos to everybody that goes out there in the fall and and gets through. Really go goes goes through all that weather. Yeah, you, know, you know, you can't get some really great fish. I know Vance and I make fun of it a little bit on the fall fatties, but yeah, they definitely are pooping mm-hmm. a lot more in the fall. I don't know if they're much fatter, but they definitely. And the people and the pe- and the people that are going out there and doing it are really putting in decent work because <laughs> that's not comfortable at all. No, no. Yeah. You guys want to end this one here? Yeah, let's do it, man. It was a great season. Got a lot of a lot of people. Great. I mean, we had such a good year. The only thing I want to say is, I mean. Thanks to everybody that came fishing with us. Uh, we had such a great year with like kids, Vance, this year. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the little kids, the little girls, the little boys. Yeah. They, they, oh, they, my gosh, did they crush. Yeah, they put a hurting <laughs> on. Every time they came down, I'm like, oh, they're going to get a big one today. They're going to bang <laughs> yeah. fish, baby. <laughs> yeah. Banging yeah, fish. That was it, man. 
we had some great you know women that didn't even were scared of the fish yeah <laughs> that kind of stuff we had a great year for that uh yeah they would always get nice ones yeah we got a lot of nice fish a lot of special charters it's fun i love it so big thanks to uh Fetizy Musky products, fetizymusky.com, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. A, uh, you know, check out Muddy Creek Fishing Guides, mcfishingguides.com. They're on Facebook. We share some Instagram stuff. St. Croix Rods and the Musky Max, the premier show. You know, it's the furthest show east, I believe. Am I right with that, Todd? I believe so. Like the big eastern show it is so uh check that out you know uh we're still what are we three four months out it's early early march yeah so early march early march so uh keep your eyes on that they're probably got a vendor list starting to get going and stuff like that so uh big thanks for them and uh if you're in the area come check it out it's, it's always a great show so guess uh some people are still fishing some people are hunting some people are watching college basketball but whatever you do um i guess thanks for listening and good luck doing what you're doing 